episode three of cooperation i am your host government master and all-knowing robot tony wilkinson um and we have an episode for you this week uh, let's go ahead and introduce all our hosts though yeah i am a uh, councilman diego de la espriella of the uh, third district and I am Councilman Kalen Deese of the second district. Uh, Kalen is in quarantine right now. Not in real life. In the it, I, I say that. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. that could be a real thing. I was going to make a joke that he's in a side room because he touched a zombie or something. But So he, you're not going to see his video today. Yeah, I'm my... Kalen, I, I am Councilman Josh Robbins of multiple districts yet to be determined um also just so tony like was an acronym for the computer what does wilkinson stand for um that's just my dad's name <laughs> okay <Good answer. laughs> um um districts feel a little bit new to me, but that's fine. I was absent last week. My name is Linnea Anderson, and I am responsible for, gosh, I thought overall well-being, but it could be something else. Somebody can remind me. Um, I don't think we've actually assigned official positions yet. Also, Don is not going to be joining us this week. He is not feeling well, um, so he has decided to abstain his vote for this week. Now, which is interesting because we did a, a, uh, amend the voting rules. Um, with four people, it's still going to require three votes for something to pass. Um, but if we lost one more person, then the whole rules got adjusted. To, to actually, let's go over what happened last week, especially since Linnea wasn't here. Thank you. Um, we <laughs> did vote to oh. add a couple uh, of new things to the base. Uh, one was a water filtration system, I think, was one of them, as well as we voted to add... I listened to it just this morning. I'm having trouble remembering. The other thing was... Um, ah, what was it? It was I'm pulling up my notes. Uh, did we end up voting on the point system? No. I know that's something that Caitlin uh, proposed. Yeah, that was a big talk, but that didn't end up happening. There's one more thing we added to the base, which is not super important, um, obviously, or we would be remembering it. But the, uh, the w there were two things we didn't get to vote on that I want to call a vote on very quick. I'd like to keep the discussion on these two a minimal, if possible, not to waste more time since we already did talk about them last week. One was voting on whether or not we wanted to have a textile room area, uh, one that we were jokingly referring to it as the loom room, a space for people to mend and make clothing. Um, is there anyone who has anything they want to share on this before I br we bring it to a vote? We have access to Walmart, like oh, old Walmarts that got abandoned, because if we do, then no. Uh well, we can't have we can't have unlimited things. So I, I do think um, I I know the good people of District Three would want me to um, say that yes, uh, they would like a loom room, and I will second that. Um, I, any more um, thoughts on it before I call a vote? I think it's practical, especially because we have unlimited resources. Yeah. Oh, also, I guess just since I didn't explain the premise for the show, anyone who's confused right now, the premise of the show is we are building a, a bunker to weather out the apocalypse and voting on what's in it, who's in it, and how it is run. So this is our third episode. We're going to be diving a little bit more into the nitty and gritty today, I hope. And then hopefully next week we'll start getting some real fun, fun stuff. But this, I think, is going to be kind of our final day of finalizing everything. But... Voting on adding a loom room to the base. 
a yay or nay, and everyone remember, you will say your vote out loud for since we have an audio portion as well. I'm going with the majority. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Councilman Diego, yay. Yay. Kaylin. <laughs> um, Josh, you go ahead and say yours. Councilman Robbins, yay. <laughs> Neutral, going with the majority. So that's a yay? Yeah, okay. Okay, cool. Um, then we don't even need to hear Kaylin's vote. That one passes. Um, the second thing was a space for school, schooling, like a school oh, yeah. room for yes, um, lower yeah. level. Yeah, lower level education. Anyone have any? I think the only one who was majorly dissenting against that last week, ironically enough, was Don, who is not here right now. So um, are there any major thoughts on that? No. He can't be trusted. <laughs> um, so voting on schools, <laughs> yay or nay? Uh, Councilman Diego, yay. Uh, Council Lady Human Anderson, yay. <laughs> Josh, you go ahead. Councilman Robbins, yay. Yeah. Right. So it looks like that one is also going to pass. Um, but now let's get into some more fun stuff. I, also, um, I'm going to introduce a new rule from here on out, and these two are gonna. I'm gonna be nice and let these two count. Every week, you guys are now going to only be allowed to add one new room addition to your base. Um, so that way, it makes it a little bit more of a discussion because you can't do unlimited anymore. Because we're getting to a point where I think the, 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 bit, the government is no longer building your base. You guys are on your own. So you can only expand it by so much each session. So each session, you can vote on one new amenity room thing that can be added to the base that'll be up to my dis discretion as to whether or not it, it could it, it fits that description so um just to put a little bit of a of a to make things a little bit harder and make you guys have to talk about it a little bit more a, a little bit more in depth um, yeah um uh can i add something to that tony real quick yeah then i will if we have that new rule then i would like to propose in uh, like a some part of that rule that we don't vote on these bases till the end of the episode to ensure that we, everyone can at least, that, that there's the ability to propose something. We don't all vote in the first five minutes because someone has a good idea in case we like realize halfway through that something else would have been better. Um, that's, that's fine for me. Do you want to put it to a formal vote? Yeah, sure. Okay. We cool with that, guys? Yes. <laughs> the, the formalness. We cool? Right. I, I'm, I'm good with putting it to a vote. Uh, oh, ooh. ooh. <laughs> Waiting. Ooh. Um, all right. Um, so voting to always add the any base additions on uh, vote at the end of the episode, not at the beginning. Yay or nay? Uh, yeah, Councilman Diego, yay. <laughs> Council human person Anderson, yay. Council definitely not a robot, Josh, nay. Ooh. Here's the thing. Unless Kalen speaks up, I'm going to count him as abstaining. Um, I'm going to count him as not being here because it sounds like he might have gotten busy with something. Um, he since he's working on other stuff. Uh, and I'm going to we're going to treat this as if it's three people. I think um, just because otherwise it doesn't make really sense if Kalen's participating as a voter if he's not even hearing what we're saying. So um, with that. Uh, I, I'm going to, my robot brain is interpreting it as that is a pass, unfortunately, Josh. Sorry. Um, what why do you Josh's not want? What was Josh's point? He takes you I... the best option, Josh. 
Well, because I well, so a couple couple of reasons. I don't think we should restrict when we're going to implement something, because we may also want to make policy changes based on that change. So you know, inevitably, if we you know dis- mm-hmm. decide to either table, we, I mean, and we can always decide to table it for later. We, we don't. I think setting a specific time to vote on something is not the best idea. So you just don't want to set a precedent. This yeah. is about Tony's V-neck, isn't it? Also, I haven't. I don't think. I don't think I've voted nay yet, and I can't just be like, you know, a yes man. So, you know, got to put my foot down this, somewhere. This is the hill that Josh wants to do. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, uh, there. So uh, there are two main things I want us to talk about this session. Yeah. One, you guys brought up the point system, and you guys talked about it a lot in detail last time. Um, and I, we, if that's something you want to implement, I think. We should have a. That should be our main thing: is figuring out how the system is going to work. Um, this episode, but also we need to think about who's going to be in your base so that we can start filling it with NPCs and other characters like that, and actually have some interaction between you and the people living in your bunker. So, um, what do you guys want to start with? Do you want to talk about how your your I guess what would essentially be your currency system, yeah. more or less, would work, or who is going to be inhabiting your bunker? I would like to hear what, you know, I'm all about compromise. And since there's only three people voting, I would like to hear what Josh has to say about what the, um, what the currency was. And then we'll work from there, I guess. Because I don't have a stance either way, actually, at the moment. In all honesty, I feel like that we should, with, because that would, like you said, that brought up a lot of discussion. That brought up as a hot topic. Good point. Contention, the debate and contention with two people missing. We may want to table that if we can. Okay. So do you guys want? If to... Kaylin's able to chime in later, a little more thoroughly, then maybe we can bring it up then. But I think yeah. missing two people, we should wait. Okay. Right. So instead, I'll you agree. guys want to talk about the population for your base. I'm more comfortable with that. Honestly. Yeah, me too. We gotta, we gotta talk about something, unfortunately. And uh, <laughs> they didn't send in proxies, so that's that's on them. Uh, and there's only so much that we can, you know, we're going to have to make some choices today or it's going to be a very boring episode. So, um, Oh, absolutely. Then let's make some drastic choices and let's make the next episode chaos. Um, you know, and that's also, what we did last week. I mean, also, you guys are free to propose votes about anything. Like, we could vote on what the name of all these businesses and places are going to be if that's what we wanted to do. Or, like, it doesn't have to be all life or death things, but I, we really need to figure out who's going to be in this space because I really want to start. Where are we located NPCs. again? Where are we located again? Using my girl voice. Um, well, you guys didn't really decide that, so I guess you guys could figure that out now. Where do you want this base to be? Northern Oregon. No, Southern Oregon. Southern Oregon. Oregon. Under the sea. Why do you want to be in Oregon? Also, maybe the sea. I don't know. We're in the <laughs> ocean. No, because Southern Oregon has access to a number of, you know, ge- geographic zones that are quite... Okay. Uh, ...to survival. Okay, yeah, I have no skin in the game. I've never been to Oregon. If it's got good stuff to survive, then I'm about it. Yeah, it's got good stuff to survive. Are we cool with Southern Oregon? Can we do that? We've, we've, we've said it's underground so many times, and we've made that such a key point of it. Well, yeah, Man, I, I, a sky base would be awesome for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> okay, I would have a problem. An underground sky base. Fair. That's why I said, that's why I prefaced it. No, 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 I have a strong amendment. We are living in the Seattle Space Needle. 
That's no also not under the ground last time I checked. It is the It's in yet. Well, Tony, it fell down. The zombies pushed it over. And so now we're in like a middle thing. But it's it's half air, half. <laughs> it's still. <laughs> no, I'll. It's I'll, still I'll... Just as ugly underground as it was above ground. Oh, no, a quarter of the time it's above ground because it slowly rotates. <laughs> I'll 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 We've do, I'll track do here. Oregon. I'll do Oregon. I I second council person with uh, Anderson. <laughs> Thanks. Thing. Anderson thing. Uh, with a second for the vote, I'm going to go ahead and call it then, unless anyone has an objection um, to call it to a vote. Actually, um, it's and... underground, so I guess it really doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because <laughs> eventually you have to come out of underground and get things. I mean, ideally, we don't at all. <laughs> um, and Oregon will be underwater in like five to ten years. Self-sustaining. Inland, it was inland, inland in northern Oregon. Yeah, so I'll do that. Okay. So voting to have our base located in northern. Inland Oregon. Northern Oregon. All right. Inland. Inland of northern Oregon. Yay or nay. Yeah. Councilman Inland. Diego says yay. Cancel. And <laughs> he says yay and sighs and drinks coffee in the corner. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah, council can, human, yay. Council definitely not a robot, Josh, yay. Great. So it passes. Stick it with it. Is now materialized in Oregon and is being built. You will be able to start inhabiting it next week, which is now why we got to roll out the papers and decide on who, what 300 people, because you guys have agreed on 300 inhabitants, will be <clears throat> building your base to start out. So, you know, we're not saying exactly like, oh, I want a person named Mary who's going to work as a doctor. No, but we need John Cena. <laughs> Uh, percentage we need John wise, Cena. <laughs> um, Percentage-wise, what kind of age group, what kind of, you know, uh, work workers, what jobs you think you're going to need, what specialists, or is it completely random? You know, is it a lottery out of all the citizens in America, you're picking 300 people, or out of the world? You know, uh, that's, that's what you guys have to decide right now, is which 300 people are getting admission into your base, um, helping them survive this zombie apocalypse and what are I you mean, looking for realistically probably the 300 closest people i mean idealistically the 300 best people on earth but you know that isn't a reality we can't have a bunch of planes flying Ooh, in that's I, I well but but i mean this is also not a reality so <laughs> <laughs> but linnea i mean the government built it i'm sure they had the resources knowing Ooh, yeah. that they had to build this that they could grab whoever they wanted then and I fly them in them. I want no one from Stanford. They're lazy. I know it to be true. <laughs> Stanford slander. I didn't know there was beef with Stanford. All right, but... <laughs> Should we put it to a vote? You know, I'm going to vote no on that, because I don't... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Just preemptively. I don't want that in the fine print. <laughs> I suppose. I mean, fine. You know, because they have a good law department, fine. <laughs> um. Yeah, I... Um... I believe that our general age group should be between 26 and 38. Oh, get wrecked. A good amount of people, like a good majority within that age range. Yeah. So I don't you know. want to make the cut? Did none of you make the cut? No. Yeah. But, 
I, you know, I council- mean, I'm not even thinking think of that way but like the life expectancy is bound to drop in the apocalypse you know what i mean so like we should probably grab them a little younger anybody well but we don't want slushy from 7-eleven of the flavor oh it's you not know slushy. it's just a big gulp sorry i'm, uh-huh. I'm just very thirsty um <laughs> uh well so what would you propose lowering the age to josh like what would be the youngest the youngest like well i mean like your own yeah, like the youngest of the majority, or yeah. okay, okay, probably 18, 16. I don't want okay, here's my main thing not to be weird about it. I don't want horny 16 year olds <laughs> fucking, and then we have a lot of babies. <laughs> so I'm thinking if we get older people that maybe can control them, like you know, like I don't know, who are like more like this is the apocalypse, let's yeah. not have children I, uh, that's I a fair a, point can i throw a wrench in your in your logic there diego so are yeah. we only getting 300 people that are single with no family because what if they have kids already well that's why i'm saying the majority so like the kid the other 50 people would be the kids of these people or like the parents if they found a way to like get some older people in there Whoa, but just so that the majority no, no, no. here's but what- just so that the majority of our force is of a working age and does not need special assistance from the community 23 is people who have no preference for the opposite unit what what do you mean think about it what do you mean unit other unit other internal external unit oh i see asexual people is that what you're saying i don't know yeah that sure oh okay um that could be a criteria possibility. Wait, I hadn't thought of. Get three hundred asexuals in the face. <laughs> that is what I heard. That is how I interpreted that. <laughs> I think that's what Linnea. Well, I mean, yeah. that is a problem. There is actually a a problem with not having enough asexual representation in media. So this would be an interesting way to solve that by making a society of only asexuals. But, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I mean, we do. Okay, well, I mean, I guess in that topic, but I, I don't know if, if that would stunt the eventual amount of children we have, which we still want eventually there to be a growingness in the population. Like, we don't want to completely stop the population from expanding because eventually we're going to want to leave, like you've been Wait, saying, Linnea. Asexual people can still technically. I know they technically can, but would they want to? Is the they I don't know for the greater good. You want you want so you want like a, a giver like society. <laughs> Wait, what? The giver? Oh, that's a great book. And they take away everyone's emotions and yeah, and everyone knows that. Really no, you only have to lose your emotions for a moment <laughs> to have intercourse. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I well I um. I don't think I, I think we can keep it more to like, maybe keep sexuality random in proportion to population size. I I think it starts getting dicey whenever you start trying to regulate anything by something like that. You know, when it's like, oh, we're like, you know, you can't be like, oh, we're only going to have, you know, straight people in the base. We're only going to have white people in the base like that. Like, yeah, that's not what we're going for. I think age is a good I'll I'll say I'll I'll be I'll be a little I'll be a little ageist and that you know district three we're cool with that but we won't wow. um, discriminate in any other way. There. 
We won't discriminate in any other way. Um, Your own district is going to kick you out. There is no District 3 yet. <laughs> <laughs> there is no. I think what's I Hold on. I have an aesthetic <laughs> note to make. It is beautiful that Diego matches Josh with his glasses, but matches my couch with his robe. <laughs> And I, I, I'm I'm the great compromiser, guys. Yeah, <laughs> this is stunning. He's a chameleon. He's blending in with all of you. Um, but the <laughs> the uh, another thing to think about. So what Diego is proposing is that the majority of the people in the base are 26. Like the people you are recruiting are age 26 through like what did you say 35? Um, I I'm I will agree with Josh to drop it to 23. So 23 to 35. But then it is possible that they could bring their families in, yeah. in some capacity. Now, does that mean we're recruiting 300 people and then they're allowed to bring their families and that fills up those other numbers? Or we're bringing in, you know, what would probably be closer to 200 people and then their families are the remaining 100? Uh, that's what I was thinking, that second one you said. Okay. And then other thought then and agree. Um... Why not 45 for expertise? You know, why not 55 for expertise? Knowledge and information. Then within, I don't know, because the way I'm thinking of this timetable is that we got to at least ride this out for 30 years underground. And if we bring someone who is in 60 in 30 years, they will be 90. And in any case, may not be able to contribute as much as they would if they were 30 and are now 60. But is my the logic. The person that is 60 knows a great deal more than the person that is 30. I mean, I guess it depends on the person. Right. So it's like, will we increase that age limit for people who have specialized in, let's say, seed development and germination? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel that. That makes sense to me. Like, if there is a specialized task we need to fill, we'll just get that specialist. Josh, you had something to say? So, considering a way to maybe have, you know, these specialists and other people who have a lot of experience, but without necessarily draining our resources, what if we, like, cryogenically froze them and saved them until we needed them? There, we're not creating the Winter Soldier, Josh. <laughs> I'm not going to have a room full of frozen old people. I mean, but, like, you know, like... <laughs> I don't disagree. It could work. It's not a guarantee. If you're over the age of 50, please submit to this tube. <laughs> what if we get them? We could find the we... people. They well, would do it. What if we wake them up and then they want to stay awake? Are we going to force That's them okay. to get back? Well, they have no. to get in the tube to gain access to the camp. It takes a majority vote of the council to unfreeze somebody. No. <laughs> I, do like, I do like the council. Like It's like there's this <laughs> just group of like our like specialists. It's like, do we unfreeze? Do we unfreeze James the botanist or not? <laughs> this man's life is ours to decide. Does he remain a popsicle or do we bring him out to help us get a 4% increase on our crop yield this rotation? Okay, but, I feel, I know this is they like... would be compensated fairly and if we ever go above ground, they would be They're unfrozen and brought along with us. Okay, I know this, I know this is... They live in a tube. Um, I know... 
I know this is a bit, but I feel so strongly against this. Like, I don't think you want... So I I, I'm so, willing... I'm, so... <laughs> I'm willing to, like, do a lot of things right now to stop this vote from happening. I would, like... Is there any way I could barter votes? I will give you one of my votes later of whatever you choose. No, that's so heavy. No, no, um, that's that's so much worse. That's so you much worse. You can have two of my two people if that's the vote. <laughs> no, I don't oh want two people. I, why, we don't get them. If we get them, then we get a revolt. We don't get personal. Like nobody two. knows about them until they wake up, and nobody knows where they come from. They just show up. Okay, they're not okay, gonna be then, secret there... two people. That's for <laughs> sure. If there's a giant room, hey guys, that says, do not enter. Hey guys, just really quick, really quick. I have to say one thing. I've really been struggling when I upload these feeds is what to name the episodes. But secret tube people is definitely <laughs> the name of this episode. <laughs> Team. <laughs> Yes. with this plan but no diego yeah it sounds like you're against this well share your thoughts i i believe there are many things wrong with this one is that it could be a recipe for revolt in some capacity i also think it's inhumane that's really the main point is that we shouldn't be bio-freezing people solely to use them as members of a workforce <laughs> Like, that's not what I'm thinking, and <laughs> I think it would be taking advantage of an apocalyptic situation to tell someone, oh, yeah, if you just volunteer to get your body frozen until we decide to let you out, then you can maybe survive. I think that's taking advantage of a terrible situation happening above ground. Yes, Josh? <laughs> so, just, just a couple of things, just right off the bat. So... We won't. We aren't willing to accept people over the age of what was it, thirty-five? Uh, yeah, thirty-five to thirty-eight, depending on specialization. Is that what we said? So yes. we're willing to let these people die, essentially, yes. as opposed to if they were willing to be frozen, too. preserving them, keeping them alive. Like I'm, we're be, not just to like be... saying we like abduct people. Like they'd be, they they could consent to it. Then we have to be above board about it. Everyone in the community needs to know that yeah. they're there and who they are. I want like I want a museum. A I, I want a museum. Like letting them die. I want a museum. Like hey, look at this cool ass dude. Like he's gonna save us one day if we have a problem with the reactor. So everyone can appreciate them. And so it's not they're... just that they're in a closet, frozen, until we I beckon them. Well, and you know, it's holographic thing. images of the person, because I feel like it's such a security risk to put oh, the yeah, bodies yeah. on Oh, yeah, yeah, I meant, like, yeah, I meant I something like that, but yes. to look like they're from Futurama and clear glasses <laughs> standing there, and then have a plaque of what their purpose is, potentially. I just hate the idea of, like, <laughs> categorizing people by their purpose. But I guess we're gonna have to. Oh, we're making apocalypse. the hard decisions. Apocalypse time. Yeah. So I guess we're gonna have to do that. So, so how many? So we, we uh, I, I will say that it feels to me like these could be counted outside of your live population of three hundred. What's our what's our non-live population? Also, how are we gonna need? Why don't we just like let them live in our community? 50. If we can decide how many people, because why don't we just let the specialists be a part of our community? Because they eat. We well, you, you brought up you brought it up. They're, they could die. And they like the, die. then we, we lose them. We so lose we're them. doing like a whole ass like Winter Soldier, cryogenic freeze, wake them up. Then, but we're not going to put them back to sleep. 
Yeah. So we open no. them and then they're Only there. Once. Only once. Well, yeah. Can Can I make an argument? Can I? Well, I'm going to participate okay. in these discussions a With little one. more because we don't have a lot of people. What if, <laughs> let's say, someone gets a really debilitating disease and you know there's not a way to address it? Oh, they're could going they, in the tank. Could they go in the? Could they be frozen until? Yeah, they're going in. Could they make that choice? Like if they? They don't get a choice. If they're dying, they they go in it. Well, oh no! 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 I don't think I'd agree with that, Councilperson Anderson. Um, <laughs> but like, let's let's say Billy one day wakes up and he is he's sick, and the doctor's like, "Well, we don't have the medicine to fix this. You know, we don't have the equipment. Is it possible? Is it feasible? We could have something in in years years from now when we are able to expand more and go find the, this technology. You know, like they we." there's just something that can't be fixed now, but it's not like the person doesn't want to just die. Could they, if there's a tube open, can they be frozen instead? If that's what they want? Yes. I mean, I want to go in the tank. With Shit. I'm thinking of very specific circumstances. Okay. And I know this might be too specific, but we unfreeze two people. We have two tanks open. Then three people are sick at the same time. Can and then who how do we decide who gets frozen again and then how do we stop people from getting upset about our decision can we put two people in one tank no i'm gonna say no on that. Like, <laughs> I, decided I, like i i think we have to have some we have to have some limit to make this an interesting conversation so i i i will say like you would have to have a set number of tubes and like you could have extras but you know once again, I think that's a real thing in an actual society and actual politics is dealing with the ever-growing amount of people we have and how to deal with that. Um, and I think that's something we're going to have to come to terms with in the longest term because, you know, you guys can be up front and say, oh, we're building for five years of survival. Then, yeah, you don't have to worry about overpopulation probably. Um, but even still, like, what if a band of, like, 300 people show up at your door? Like, hey, our base got destroyed. Can we come move in with you? Like, the... Um, that is something you, you you do have to think about, and it, 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 you can choose you can choose to ignore these scenarios, or we can choose to talk about them now and discuss it, which I think is more interesting. But I mean, I think it sounds like we need to invest in fencing. That, okay, that's an interesting way to interpret what I just said. Okay. <laughs> well, let's table that. Build a wall. <laughs> Let's calm down, everybody. Um, it's still <laughs> most people are dead. I think we can maybe chill on that. But I agree. okay, I okay, I go back, going back to the cryogenic freezing. We can freeze people. They stay awake once they're open. We do not freeze other people. We we don't put people into the machine once we're closed off in the bunker. I believe that's how I stand on that whole. Thing. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think we can afford to to freeze pe even terminally ill people because I mean then at that point we could consider whatever apocalyptic plague we are under to be that sort of disease and then that would be any literally any infected person that came to our door. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with no. Where we have the cryo tubes we have. Yeah. Okay. Can can I make one more case for? Yeah. Curiosity. I mean, I don't know. That's almost that is an interesting solution to the zombie problem. Someone gets bit. I was about to say. Someone yeah. gets bit, and you can tell them, "Well, you can either leave, or we can freeze you until there is a cure." Or we can. We're freeze gonna you. fill up so fast. 
The oh, issue is we're out. going to get to a point where someone who was an asshole has been frozen and someone who was nice isn't, and there's not enough room, and so they argue, rip that guy out, kill him, and put me in. We're going to get to a point where there will be a scarcity of tubes and an excess of people who want yeah. them. So there will be a scarcity of tubes, and we need more tubes, and we take the people out, and we find a way to accommodate their 600 calories a day. But what if we also... No, but they're food? sick. Oh, like sick, 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 sick? Yeah. Or like, yeah. The well, I... about is, is these are people who have been either are sickly with like a very serious disease that cannot be cured and will lead to oh, their right. death, yeah. or I mean, someone who's been a... bitten and will change into a zombie if they Ooh. oh if they are left. Let's say Ooh. the incubation time is a day. So if they are if they are unfrozen okay. for a day, I think that we prioritize um, the knowledge over the zombie. But, I mean, Diego does make a point. Like, what w w will people eventually, if they do fill up, you know, how how we how do we regulate? How do we decide who gets saved and who doesn't? We toss... That is why I think we... that my, my initial reaction is that we shouldn't have them at all. We take away this problem from the equation completely. And that was my initial thought, that we just don't have these. And we just let in people, and they can teach the younger people their knowledge, like we've been doing since humanity began. <laughs> we don't need to freeze their bodies. They can just teach people what they know so that when they die, other yeah. people will do it. For me, it's less of an issue. Because uh, I'm looking at it less at, 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 from a knowledge standpoint. And actually, I'm going to pause here. Josh, you share first. Oh, oh no, keep going, keep going. I have a feeling you're, you're about to dress it as to bring up. Um, I, for me, it's less of a knowledge thing. And it's just more of a basic humanitarian. Do we help as many people as we can help? It does feel a little bit odd to say, well, we can't help everyone, so we're going to help no one. Um, and I'm, I know that's an oversimplification, Diego. I'm not trying to like make a straw man mm. argument and attack you, mm. but um, attacked. But <laughs> I, I, it does. It to me, that's kind of what the logic feels like. If we can't save, if we do get to a point where we're, so if you have a hundred hospital beds, do you not use any of them because? You know, do you get rid of all the hospital beds altogether? Because unless we have an infinite number, we can't save everyone. You know, it, it, hard decisions will have to be made eventually. And I think it's more, and for me, I'd rather talk about what procedure goes into those hard decisions rather than say, let's try to avoid it altogether. But I also don't get a vote. So I'm just a robot with no feelings. What do you, what do you think, Linnea? Where do you stand on this? Where I stand is that... Those that which get the tubes, the tanks, if you will, mm -hmm. right, um, should be those whom, ah, it's about, it's going to sound shit, but here we go. Those mm -hmm. that which possess a certain amount of knowledge, character, and or lifespan and or knowledge that might be useful to the group later on. That's just where I stand. Yeah, but I think but what I mean is when if we reach that inevitable point, this argument that Tony's making, should we not have this resource to avoid communal strife later? Because that's all I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about a revolution by these people. Every decision we make, I'm thinking, how can we best avoid in 50 years them burning this place to the ground on the inside? The less they know, the better. Okay, yeah, but that's worse because then they're going to figure it out eventually and then they'll kill us too. And I don't like all that. <laughs> yes, Josh? We have an equal number of spare tubes. We have a, yeah, sorry. 
a number of spare tubes equal to the number of people we bring in frozen to the facility. And those are only for illnesses that are not apocalypse, like, plague-related. So, like, I, okay. yeah, like... I'll make an amendment to what you say. I would actually prefer that they were only for zombie bites. Really? Mm. And I'll say yes to that. I'll say yes to an equal number if it's only for zombie fights so we can find a cure later. Yeah. If someone's just going to die of, like, a disease that's, you know, humans die of, then maybe they'll just die because, you know, they do. Okay, okay, okay. It's an, an option, option. always. Who I want in the tubes, then? Zombie bites of people who are knowledgeable. I don't think that needs to be a Desi, that will cause burning <laughs> buildings. <laughs> you get you get bit by a zombie and then are immediately given an aptitude test to determine if you're one. <laughs> and it's definitely time because you only got so long, buddy. Um, the, <laughs> um, okay, here's here's a question. Here's your I SAT test. Go. A dumb and you know, this is obviously this is a little bit of a of a of a of a cheap out scapegoat, whatever you want to call it. Um could could we have uh, some kind of capacity in the base of making more tubes? Could that be I part of what the function fence. of the base is? Yes, is... of course, we can make more tubes. We and, just need more fence. I mean, that, I, I I would I would say that maybe <laughs> that does color what our goal would be because is it, it, we're we, if we fill up if we have the facilities, you know, some kind of factory, some kind of thing where we could make more of these tubes. We would have a growing supply, and it's it's that would kind of maybe even change the mission of what the base would be doing, because there would be the population living within it. Oh, but shit. then it's also can we be mission? can Dude. we be helping to save those who come to us, even though we can't have the resources in that capacity? I know. love where this could evolve. I love where this story could evolve. Imagine if we are just a base that kind of centers its existence around preserving humans. Um, and once again, I'm, we I'm just, unfreeze I, the guy who knows how to make the tubes first. Yeah. Yeah, totally uh, the first guy I going in the tubes, tube man. Um, I I love that. I'll agree to anything. Well, because yeah, then it's it's tested, it. proven. We have it. And, and, and I don't know. I, I get that is a bit of a a cheat, a cheat. Like, oh well, let's just make some more. I think it would require, but it does reframe what our society is about. If it yeah. is part of our production, part of our resources goes is is dedicated to making this to these tubes. Yeah, I and, love that. I love our phone. Yeah, I think that's I think that's nice. Yeah. And, we need to learn how to make them out of something we can have easy access to underground. But rocks. I think <laughs> we make them out of rocks. Dirt. We well, make and, it out of mud and clay. Well, I I think that's going to bring us to you know eventually. I, I, will, I, I will say as as the government master or whatever. I would say to make this a reality in the world, you probably will have to have scouting parties that go and like get materials and you know wiring alloys, metals, um, or you need to have a mining operation of some kind. Like you're going to have to dedicate a certain amount of your population to making these tubes. Um, like, There's a reason I chose Southern Oregon. <laughs> oh, it, okay. Is, is it a good mineral place? Yes. Is it mining? Oh, I guess there is a lot of mining in that area. That's it. That's the reason. Good I love it. Yeah, good work, Linnea. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> here's what else I will say, because once again, I know the, the rule is new, but going by the new vote, at the end of this session, we can also vote to add one more thing to the base. So, um, we a can... A mine. <laughs> 
<laughs> let's con let's consider it. Let's wait until we yeah, like, vote on it. Here, thing. I'll write it on my whiteboard. I'll put if and if I'll write all of our little suggestions. So first but, one is mine. But so now, just so like, you forget and then read that tomorrow. We have like 200 people. Also, honestly, and let me ask you guys because it, it's up to you. I know because you guys had kind of talked with the point system. You let the computer me decide on what the jobs of the base are and who does what. If you guys want to just make it so you don't have to go and say, I think we should have this many doctors, we should have this many whatever, you guys could just tell me, okay, it's 300 people. You could give me the constraints you want me to use, and then I can fill in the blanks. Um, so you guys can be as precise or imprecise as I, you guys want in, in the yeah. actual who will be in the base, but understand that I will fill in the blanks. Um, I think that makes sense in game because I believe that we would be part of that group that the government's computer picks mm -hmm. and then we would just be assigned like you know we wouldn't be in the bunker picking who gets to be in it we would be one of the people picked yeah I, mean, I don't trust computers That's so <laughs> yeah mister definitely not a computer uh, <laughs> Robbins um, but yeah, so uh, let's talk some more about that. I, I do think the tube thing is very interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, do do we want to keep discussing and vote on kind of all this at the end in case something more evolves, or do you want to vote on the tubes now? I want the tube story. I would. I think we to... vote on the tubes in two steps. Okay. We voted out first on to to freeze the knowledgeable, and then the second one to dedicating ourselves to building more tubes. Yeah. So to to start, okay. Let me. Uh, okay. I, just to make Running, it a formal and official. Simulation of all, I'm computing everything that I was saying, and here's how my computer is going to summarize what this vote would be on. Um, beep, it beep, sounds beep, like beep, from beep. everything, let's say you're going to have 50 tubes with frozen people in it that are specialists who are kind of outside of the age range of what you guys have discussed. You know, older people who are very specialized in their field. Um, then you're going to have 50 additional empty tubes that are dedicated for preserving anyone who has to deal uh, well i'm just going to say for this initial vote you have 50 extra tubes that you can freeze additional people <laughs> in. Um, that would be the vote i am proposing right now yes are there any okay. amendments okay, i propose an amendment yes yeah. older or younger than the uh age range a lot of there are some savants okay Isn't interesting that the first I thought that was so we just... wouldn't just let them be in our community. What? If so are you, are you saying if they're younger, if they're like in the age range of you know what did we say twenty three to thirty eight, but they're geniuses, then why don't we just like let them be one of the people who live there and not freeze them beforehand? Is that what I you're saying? Fit, I'm just fitting into the the target age range. I'm saying there might be someone who's eighteen or nineteen or you know even a little bit younger who is oh, already practically an expert in their field. Like has like is a, is a savant is yeah is permitted saving to... them for yeah just to okay. open it up a little bit. Not saying that it, it necessarily would or they but yeah we get to vote. There's some squishiness to the parameters. I would say you vote after some of the specifics of who gets frozen. Is that the following vote, Tony? Um, it can be. So, the, okay, the initial vote, you have 50 tubes that are filled with specialists and 50 extra tubes that are empty that can be used. Okay. Yes. Yay or nay? Councilman okay. Diego votes yay. <laughs> uh, Councilhuman Leneo say yay-o. Council definitely not a robot, Josh, yes. Great. <laughs> uh, now, the secondary part of the vote is exactly how these tubes are, are being used. Um, so the specialists 
focusing it sounds like we were one well the initial proposal was focusing on people who were older than the the parameters because anyone as my understanding was anyone who was younger could probably just be integrated into the community initially um and then in addition dedicating a portion of what our society's function would be to building more of these tubes to freeze anyone who who enters the community that couldn't be absorbed into the population for one reason or another be that right. zombie yeah. bites um, debilitation disease I mean, I don't know that that that's one way to phrase it. Like what you, you guys need to tell me as the computer, what you guys want these who I what think the priority it, is. I think that story wise and conceptually, that would be a really fun line to go down that we exist to preserve as much as we can. And so we manufacture, we build, and we always are building towards more tubes and more, you know, preservation of what life used to be in the form of humans. Sick. Um, spooky. <laughs> it's a spooky concept. Um, some fine print, I think, to this vote would almost need to be that the people who are frozen due to like zombie bites or due to like whatever the progression of the plague is are willing to be subjected to treatment with the goal of finding a cure. Okay, or testing I'm with, with the goal of finding a cure. No, I'm with you, but it does sound a little. It does sound a little Nazi party, but I'm with you. Not Yikes! Busy. But <laughs> I mean. Oh wait, no wait. I disagree with that. So I. So, but like, uh, then why? Because we, we don't them? need. Because we don't need to test them. We can just test the zombies or zombie carcasses or things that have already turned. <laughs> exactly. We don't need to take them out of. But we need to understand to how like whip it open and then put them back in and then take them back out and test we and put them to, back in. We need to understand how they turned, you know, and the transitions that happen between, you know, sickness and wellness well, are important. My argument would be that maybe that testing is reserved for people who don't want to be frozen, but they also don't want to, like, be left out in the wilderness. Maybe Because we have the designated area. They want like to die the, in the, peace. They want to die as a zombie in peace in a cage. Well, well, I, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, that's the like, that's a hard thing to have to talk about. But you know, do these we're people, gonna like need they, a test subject. If someone's some gonna point. die and they're like, I don't want to be frozen. I just want to die. I I'm right. fine with we. You have a comfortable place in your testing lab, the one that's outside the base that you guys added. That right. That is why well, I keep on talking about fences. Okay, we just need fences between everything. <laughs> And, and well, that, that we've already talked, that's a secure area that like you could have live subjects in. Um, and those are the people who it's like, if you want a safe place to a place to comfortably have your last meal, you know, have an, have a comfortable end of your life, you know, kind of an assisted suicide. <laughs> yeah. almost. I mean, that's the closest comparison I can make yeah. to an actual society. And then those are the people who, who get that testing, you know, um, or if, or people could even volunteer for more in-depth testing if they feel I'm going to die anyway and I want my death to have meaning. It's sort of like being an organ donor on your license. Yeah, let's do that. I like that a lot better. Yeah, I, do, okay. I, do I actually think... like the idea of having an organ donor-like thing where people in the base can say, "If I do get turned into a zombie, you may, you may use, you may, you know." Yeah. Use, use me. me. 
Um, I think that, and just going a natural progression along this path, our base is not only to preserve human life, it is also to find a cure. And yeah. so a lot of the specialists that we have frozen are biologists and chemists and, you know, people who do stuff with bodies. I don't know what that science All would the, be called. the medical termies. Allergy, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the medical people. Medical world. And it's kind of funny because this is a bit of a shift from kind of what I was imagining at first because before it seemed like, oh, this is a comfortable place to weather out the storm. With this change, it, it's this becomes a little bit more of we are a, the change. Yeah, this is this is more of a this is a new goal. This is a this is a we want to be involved in the apocalypse and we want to be pursuing a way to save humanity. Um, to fucking which, get the fuck out of this, it's like being in the research lab of coronavirus. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah, it's 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 interesting. I think it requires a different mindset from a lot of people. I think you're you know you're you're because this is it's going to be I think a place that it does involve a bit more work than the previous idea would. You know, like I'm not saying that yeah. everyone's working nonstop, but this is less a keeping people busy, busy and entertained, which was kind of the vibe before, and more of a how do we how do we keep things running so that we can keep working towards our goal. While maintaining, like while maintaining a happy, healthy population, it I I, I think it is definitely a more interesting thing to be. I do. Um, I like I, that I because I'm a problem solver. I don't like to to idle away. I think this also will bring up a lot more problems. Um, it, it's going to be harder when you're working towards something like this. I think that this is an actual discussion about you know do you strive when you're to make the perfect society is it are you perfectly comfortable or is it the best society the one Ooh. that is trying to make things better um which... we're trying to solve a zombie apocalypse okay that's yeah. the goal which would make sense why the government has funded our bunker just in game as well that's like right. it's a job they just took a ton of smart people and we're like figure it out well, the yeah. matter for the game is oh, there, there are plenty of other bunkers, and they're just all run different ways. It's, I'm literally stealing the Fallout idea, where there's like this is bunker, this is bunker 244, and the premise of this bunker is literally the show idea. Oh, I hate that. They picked five I random to people. Fifty-five. Um, they they picked they picked five random got five random people to to make all the rules, and that's how this bunker is run. It's a, it's they don't know what the solution is, so this is one of the ones they propose. Um, and so it, don't worry about like why it would make sense that doesn't matter um yeah. this is this is a this is a thought experiment so i'm not we don't need to get too bogged down into how the story would work um because my justification is is you guys there there are, there are a lot of other bunkers in different places like not a, a ton it's not like they're saving all of humanity but you know the the premise is are they? They, they they don't really know if your bunker is going to work out or not you know yeah okay a I like I like all of this. I like um, we save as many people as we can in those tubes. Our whole point is trying to get the cure uh, donor cards. I like that. You know, zombie donor. If we go with a point system, you could get extra points if you're a zombie donor. That scares me. That I agree. <laughs> I agree. It is. Hey, it's Tube City. Hey, the Tale of Tube City, that is one of the episodes of Construction that is in season one, right? It's not one of our lost yeah, episodes? Yeah. Okay. 
Watch Tale of Tube City construction on Spotify. I like that. I like that name. Yeah, Tale Tale of of Tube Tube City. City. That's it's about a mermaid that falls in love in VR with a a man and lives in an underwater society. And they fall in love in like a virtual reality jazz bar. It's it's actually a pretty sweet it's a pretty sweet story. But um, sorry, I wanted to plug the other podcast there for a second. But Tube City is one of our favorite names. Shameless. Um, Shameless. But the. That that is that is interesting, and you know maybe that also ties into the ger- the genetically modified gerbils. That's also part of the experimentation, as we're like testing. Um, but well, then that would that would imply that if this is our whole purpose, we have this young group of people, we have these specialists. Those young group of people need to be involved in this field in some way. Yeah, need to be involved in biology and chemistry and engineering mm-hmm. and all of that jazz, right? Yeah, and I mean, you already have your school area and your trade school, which, you know, you don't have to necessarily build new areas, but you could kind of use those spaces and and gear them a little bit more towards um, towards that. Or, I mean, you could add a university space as well to that you could, you know, educate people in this more knowledgeable field. I think that also raises the question in the society. And sorry, I know I'm talking so much this episode, but I'm, get, I'm getting really into the idea. Um also raises the question is like well if you're needing to educate people as it goes on does that also become a little bit more of a focus than you know um does that mean that like education becomes a larger focus of the base as well not just you know as i said before most of your facilities and stuff are geared towards leisure and filling time and and all this other stuff and i think it's great to have those so that people have an outlet but you know you're gonna have to start thinking of what specific places you want to add to the base to make this goal more possible and what is we did add a school i mean usually people function in a research facility more awfully or healthfully when they have a goal or a purpose or a reason and so if a learning space gives them that reason Mm -hmm. then we give them the reason but people like goals yeah i think um uh, this may be a little bit cheating on your computer end, so maybe run the numbers. But as opposed to using one of our votes of building new spaces to like make a university, can we just adopt adapt our school to serve as that function? Yeah, I'd say that you don't even have to like use up your slot for that. If it's just like reorganizing the space, that's fine. It's cool. just like I'm I'm saying more. You just can only build so much in a week. Like you can like to clear out the area underground and to. Mm and to wire and, and put up I thought we were living in the Space Needle but yeah um, I, I do still really want to try to, to to nail down who you're bringing into the base if at all possible we're getting kind of close to time but yeah. um, can we vote on everything we just discussed and then talk about that <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I'll call individual votes on stuff, and also you guys, you guys can choose to not vote on something if you want it to be something that's more of just an agreement. It's not like a law, you know, mm-hmm. but it's it's not enforceable if it's not voted on. Um, so the first vote would be, um, well, I don't know what the first vote would be. So I guess the first vote would be we've already talked about the tubes, we've already talked about doing that. Um, I guess, I guess. Do you guys want to have a vote on that the mission of the base is to find a cure to the disease? And yes. to preserve as many as we can. 
in the process. And to preserve as many humans yes. as we can in the process. And that is, that will be, I will say, when I have to fill in the blanks in my programming, if I have to make decisions on what the jobs are going to be or whatever, if we do have a system later on that does that, uh, how I will interpret this is this is this is kind of determining what I choose to do and how I choose to run things behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, is that good with everyone? Then let's, yes. Vote, yes. let's yes. vote on that. That the computer has been instructed that it's the 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 function of the base is to find a cure and to preserve as many humans as possible. Yeah, uh, Councilman Diego, yay. I will go with the group. Council not a robot, Josh. Yes. Yay, yay, yay! That's so that one passes. Um, so now your base has been given a purpose, and my algorithms have all been adjusted. Um, that <laughs> then brings that us to um, wow. that citizens of the base can choose to have what is essentially an organ donor card that would allow them to volunteer to be. Um, they can specify if they'd rather be preserved. I, that's an amendment that I'm going to propose, but they can be preserved or they may be tested or they can be or they can leave the base. They are given three options. I don't know about leaving the base. I mean, if they're sick, they had the potential of infecting other people outside of the base. I would rather them live in a little little cagey poo for a hot second. Um. Quarantine. I would not, I would not. Yeah, quarantine. I think I think I think I'm cool with exiles. It's like self-imposed exile. Because well, outside there's still a ton of zombies running around. Like That's you know, they won't be the deciding factor. I think in infection spread. Like yeah. let's say we've done a good job, and our area is relatively clear. The last thing we want is an errant zombie, right? infecting people who potentially might be kind of heading towards our radio signals do we have radio signals that's also another question well uh, okay so but the question is like so someone gets bit and they're like i don't want to be tested on i don't want to be quarantined i just want to leave i just want to go and i want to I'm, I'm, yes will i die yeah probably but and i, I guess they're like uh, people are saying it's a 100 percent chance i will die but i'd rather die on my own terms than i want to leave but you, letting you them go down on their own terms in an area that we've kind of cleared. Well, but Linnea, that adds a whole other question that we haven't discussed. We haven't discussed clearing the area. We're just trying to test and find a cure. Yeah. I don't know how comfortable I am sending our scientists out to go like clear cities. We're not sending. Well, we're not sci We're not sending scientists. We're sending the youth to clear the area. I feel less comfortable <laughs> with that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say soldiers or something like you would have. Yeah, well, that's what I mean, the youth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Linnea's child soldier. Yeah. I mean, those those people that we're letting into the base. The young um, No, I'll, no, because then that creates a complete class divide. That do you have to do a amount of service to be included as a full citizen? I don't feel comfortable yeah, well, enforcing also, that, especially with our new... Don't we? That that also the class system I think becomes education. It becomes education based. It becomes who knows the most gets to live. Who in the wants to do, who wants to shoot zombies and who wants to you know learn chemistry? That's what's happening. That's what needs to be decided upon. Um, yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree that the, like there needs to be some form of group that is ready to you know. We, we can have a. 
militia, but that doesn't mean we're out clearing, actively clearing lands and going through the woods, putting our citizens in danger. We are safe. Like the way that we have built our entrance and all that, we are good if something bad happens. We can escape, we can regroup, we can come back. But the more fences we have around our center space means the longer we can survive and, and also deal with things that were messed up. Like, people fuck up all the time. People forget to lock doors all of the time. People forget to, you know, take out the dog. People forget to do things all of the time. So the more walls and the more fences and the more, you know, security that we have protects against human error. Well, but also humans protect it because it's not like you didn't take out your dog. It's that you didn't put in the code to keep the man-eating zombies out of the building. Like, you know, like, I'm sure there would be like three or four people and safeguards in place. And like, you all have to hit the button at the same time at the end of your shift to make sure. You know, but you know, what have we seen in human history that well, would kind of it, it's that. it's funny because we're, we're getting off topic of what the vote that was proposed because i was just saying that you would get a card <laughs> that specified what happened when you died if um because i was i was saying that i to me it seems like the three options would be one you are frozen if you're yes. it's like it's clear that probably the most that. popular um <laughs> two that you will you will you will turn inside the research area where you will be you know given a a, 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 as as comfortable as possible transition in whatever capacity that means you're you're given your last meal i mean i'm not morphine baby yeah and then after that you're you can you will your zombie version will be tested on to further this cure or the, in the one i had proposed and maybe i shouldn't be proposing wild, this on the computer wild but, the wild zombie versus the cage zombie yeah version. you just you get, you get released you get released in out of the base and no you're free to do whatever I, I'm, you want I'm, the final time i vote for all of it except the last one how about yeah. instead of being released from the base or being having the option of exile you, we either added the option or replaced that option with you could go down the chute into the core Oh, Make it like a ceremony. Fuck? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not even. You messing. weren't that here could be for like that. A, that could Don't be like a religious. The I like that. I love that. That yeah. could be like a religious ceremony. I I'll agree to that. I'm That's a great that. compromise. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I'm we can make a separate that. shoot, just so it yeah. doesn't have to be the trash shoot. But yes, yes, I I think that would work. Yeah. And so now our base has a religion. Oh, nope. or just like a, nope. or just like a ritual. I think you know just ritual. City has a religion now. Can I can I pose a quick question? Mm-hmm. What if someone oh, says I don't, I don't want one of those three options? Cool. Then we exile them. Yep. Into a cage that looks like the outside. That's why we need more fence. I'm not gonna put a human who's about to die in a cage. Well, no. I'm if, not... they go, if they want to go wander the woods, that's fine. I just don't want. That's the whole. Yeah, yeah, that's the so thing. You they want to lace just... the woods with bear traps so, so that, that way if they do out. leave, they just get caught in a bear trap Let's and then they, they can't. have about, you know, like an hour of wandering in them before they collapse. <laughs> I don't want them to infect potential people that are coming towards our base. I mean, that's a fair argument. It, I, it is a fair that's... argument, but I don't think one person will turn the tides of zombie mutation in all of the consequences the woods. and potentials must be accounted for 
Well, I mean, what it's, if, it's, what it's, if it's, the it's, exile is like a super secret ceremony and we let them go, by which we mean we let them get a head start and then just, you know, <laughs> quick and easy. Okay, well, I'll, I'll do this to keep it up above board. We let them leave, and then within two days, we may send our militia out to do general scouting. Why make sure that they're not in the general vicinity. If they are, we kill them. Because there's zombies. Secretly what? put a tracker on them before they leave. Okay, listen. In this era, why are we not investing in fence making? Because clearly that is the most lucrative, or one of the most lucrative, you know, lucrative. like... It's very lucrative to make fences in the era of a zombie apocalypse. You Are you you've got a great point. Who's going to buy it? What would we'll be using the money for? Well, guess what? Apparently, we're just, you know, camp number 255. Yeah, but like the other ones in Florida. <laughs> like, they're not going to come up here to buy fencing and head back. But they actually might. If we're most efficient at making fences, why the fuck not? If we have mines, which we've just, you know, kind of discussed... If I we're making fencing, what up? I, I did not I say bear traps. Can I, I have one more. I said bear traps. I'm okay, sorry, I'm talking about. Can fencing. I add one more thing sorry, to the, the to letting the people out in the wilderness and yep. and why <laughs> I think that some people might want that? I want the tube because the tube. yeah, okay. I mean, I think I would take the tube too. But so <laughs> you guys are saying the the point of this base is to cure zombieism, right? Correct. So but we someone also... could be saying, "I want to be let out." And I just want to take my chances and hope that in my zombie lifetime, that I could be cured. Like I have hope that that eventually could be. Then they can live in the fucking cage that we built that looks like the outdoors. No, I'm, I'm, (laughs) I think we have the four options. We leave the four options. The majority of people are going to pick one of the first three, and then the two people who decide to be zombies aren't going to turn the tide in any direction and i i think Dave, you're right it's just being upfront with them it's like we'll make no guarantee if you if you put someone in danger we're not gonna we're not well, gonna hold our fire you know like you're now a, you're now a different person you will now be something that if we run into you we're gonna kill you if you're in our way yikes i mean but the issue is that other people might run into them and if we are a hub of science and innovation we risk losing people, you know, dumbass intellectuals, to zombies. That's just dumb. Yeah, but, like, I think that's the whole thing. Like, the whole time, we're risking losing people to zombies. That's so I don't I don't think two more zombies... <laughs> Do you want to add an amendment? We can add fencing, I guess. I won't. <laughs> Will that make you comfortable with letting people... I think it's a separate issue, but I do think we need a perimeter. I do, too, but... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, you know? Okay, well, how about if we agree to vote on this now, okay. and then we table the conversation about perimeters, and you can make an argument because Perfect. of what we vote on now. Yeah. Yeah. So, we the... manufacture tubes and fences. That's what I want. That's my dream. <laughs> That's my dream. And we mine. <laughs> the, yeah, so... but we mine to manufacture those two objects. The... The vote is for there are four options of what to do with you <laughs> if you is, is this only if you're turning into a zombie or is this just in general if you're about to die? I think if you're turning into a zombie, if you're about to die, you can just do whatever you want. <laughs> like, you know, That's you fair. die or die or don't or whatever. Yeah. Die, leave, stay. So you're given yeah. four options if you are if you have caught the contagion, if you have been infected in some capacity. Um 
you are allowed to be frozen cryogenically in a tube. Mm-hmm. You are allowed okay. to donate your body to science and you will be given as peaceful as a transition as possible and then your your zombie form will be tested on in one of the safe designated areas. Mm-hmm. You are allowed to be um you're allowed to be dropped into the tube before you turn so that you don't mm-hmm. pose a risk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Or you are allowed to be released from the base and at that point you are no longer considered part of the society more or less um <clears throat> as harsh as that is i mean I, I i don't know any way to give people more options than that um that doesn't involve putting everyone at risk um so i unless there's an amendment to that i'm gonna say yay or nay on what i'm gonna call um zombie cards zombie cards <laughs> <laughs> um councilman diego votier uh, not a robot, Josh votes yay. Uh, Councilman, human, Linnea Anderson votes okay. All right, that passes. Um, I still don't like four, but fine. All right, we're we're past an hour. Um, <laughs> do so once again. Do you guys want to? How how are we going to deal with who's going to be in the base? Because I want to start bringing NPCs into this. And, yes. Um, is, is there, are there any thoughts on how to, do we want it to just be something we vote on at the beginning of next session or do we, and just make that I, a priority? I mean, I, I, so. I genuinely think we already kind of know because we've already voted on the purpose of the base. We've already voted on age groups in the base. That's pretty much up to you now, Mr. Uh, Computer. Yeah, we didn't vote on, on the blank. groups technically. Oh, we discussed. Maybe we vote on the age groups and then Mr. Computer runs his numbers. All right, here's how I will, will prioritize it. Um, and I will ask for one clarification question if you want to vote on it now. I will tell you what I'm thinking, and then you can tell me if you want to vote on it or table it. How about that? Okay. okay. Yeah. My thought is, so I prioritize mainly focusing on, on one, the mission, getting people who mm-hmm. can help contribute to the mission. Um, mm-hmm. Focusing on people who are in an age group between 23 and 38. However... There is some wiggle room in there for bringing in family members. Um, yeah, them. some some smush. In addition, I will pick fifty specialists um, who do not necessarily fit within those parameters, but who can be cryogenically frozen to be unearthed in case of emergency or if there is a need for their specialty. Um, yes. So, I mean, we're a fifty-fifty mission. Fifty-fifty. The 50 is, like, solving this uh, pandemic crisis thing. And then the other 50 is surviving. So, I think it looks like um, having unnecessary specialists frozen until the end of all of this. Necessary specialists solving, you know, this uh, crisis. And then the rest, making sure no one dies. Here's what my... Okay, I've run a quick math. Here's what I'm going to propose. <laughs> there are 300 people total. There are okay. 50 sp- hyper-specialists who are frozen. And so there's actually 350 people total. But there's the 50 hyper-specialists who have been frozen. <clears throat> there are... There are... Then... 200 people that are selected that I'm going to break up as follows. Uh-huh. You have 50 people who are dedicated to base maintenance and just keeping things running. Like that's okay. their focus. Um, 
you have 50 people that are, um, well, okay, Here, here's my proposal, military and survival based. Like they are people who are yeah. trained to yeah. kind of, uh, as well as people who are trained to like go out and do scouting stuff, you know, like they are the people who okay. like their job is to survive the apocalypse outside of the base. You have a hundred people who are dedicated to manufacturing and research of, you know, stuff manufacturing research um of the cure of curing the disease as well as manufacturing more tubes and then you have an additional 100 people that are the buffer zone of family members spouses um and and kind of other people related to this group of people who are not who also kind of double as those people will probably end up performing work in a, in a, in a more you know maintenance capacity yeah. Yeah. I, I would like to say just to, and this is such a small note, within that group of family members, can we ensure that three or four of them are educators in some way to man yeah. the schools? Because that's the main thing that I think is specialized of all the buildings we've created. Yeah. Besides the research ones, that's yeah. the only one that needs like a specialized job to maintain. I think so. I think that's a really good idea. That, um, you know, people who have no particular air or way or if they have you know no particular interest they should end up in the educational zone uh, i think i will i will generate a list um well so here's the thing if those parameters if you feel like the computer using those parameters <laughs> and using its own judgment and algorithms can pop- populate your base using the, those those kind of well, I've said parameters 18 times. Parameters. That's what I'm going to base it off of. But I'm the one who's going to generate what who what the breakdown of people and jobs in the base are. Is yeah. that something you guys feel comfortable with? Yay or nay? Unless there's any more I amendments. I do. Okay. Yeah. Down. Um, Councilor about Josh, yay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Councilman Diego, yay. Council thing, Anderson, yo. <laughs> the the one last thing to vote on today is what you want to be built before next week. I have two things written down. Mine. I have a mine. Well, I have a mine and I have a university. But I think we discussed shifting the school to a university setting. So never mind. All I have is mine. So have you guys? Mine, mine. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, Josh. Nope. That that's all I was said was mine three times. Oh. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen that uh that um watchtower on Main Street? No. I don't know what you mean. Really? Is there a watchtower? It is that that airplane tower with all of the uh zigzags up to the little house at the top. And it used to be like in the middle. It's like in the middle of a parking lot. Okay. What does this have to do with anything? I want that. Okay. That's the proposal? Okay. Oh, so you want to propose a watchtower. <laughs> um, all right. So, I mean, what And then, uh, Josh, sidebar. Let's vote on the mine. <laughs> all right. Um, we're back. Um, do, does anyone Solid, want to propose maybe. a vote? Vote yeah. on the mine. Let's build the mine. mine. I want the mine, obviously. Okay. All right. Yeah, cool. Mine, everyone vote. Uh, well, you guys got to yeah. officially do it or I won't be able to act on it. So, mine. Uh, uh, Councilman Diego votes yay. Council. Josh, we've been going one, two, three. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. Councilperson Lynette Anderson, yay. 
They canceled out a robot, Josh. Yes. All right, and with that, that uh, that decides what it will be doing. Okay, so a lot of big stuff for the base this week. Um, we'll have to fill Don and Kalen in. Um, hey, they weren't here, so they didn't get 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 a say. Um, but we'll go ahead and plug everything now. Uh, if you're watching, you can uh, see all of our social media handles, our Patreon feed, all that stuff is over over there on the side. Um, and you can, uh, if you're listening to this on Spotify, check out our YouTube video, our YouTube channel, as well as, you know, you can catch us live on Twitch every other weekend. If you're wanting to catch us next week, you can actually see us on Construction. Last week, Diego was actually one of our guest hosts. Um, and we'll be doing a, a, a new episode next week, and that is me, Linnea, and Josh, So if you, and as well as Paxton Cleaver, who is our other host who is not in this show. Uh, so you can catch us. And uh, besides that, just, you know, if you're watching on Twitch, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to YouTube, on Spotify, all that stuff. It, it's always really great when we, uh, when we get more people following and listening to that stuff. So, um, and I've been one of your hosts in your government master, Tony Wilkinson, and I'll <laughs> plug all your stuff. Um, yeah, I've been Councilman uh, Diego, and thanks for listening. Also, if you guys are interested in being featured in an episode of I'm Sitting in a Room, uh, shoot us an email at co.artsproductions at gmail.com. Uh, we're pretty booked until June, but hey, we'll love to have you at any point. So if you just shoot us an episode, we'll squeeze you in. So thanks, guys. Squeezed in. I've been Council Person Human Lena Anderson. Um, always plenty of things to plug. I'll toss them over to Tony after this. Josh, it's your turn. <laughs> Hello, I've been... Council definitely not a robot, Josh. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, and so until next time, and I, I, I've got one. I've got a sign-off finally. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> is everyone ready? Is everyone prepared? Because this is, this is the future of the podcast. This is every week for the rest of our lives until we die because we're doing an episode every other week for the next uh until the day we die which will probably be in about three weeks but uh, <laughs> all right is everyone ready yep thank you, you for listening it. thank you for listening this week and until we see you again can't we all just work together <laughs> huh? <laughs> huh? what, what about can't what about can't we all just get along i feel like that if, if i'm a copy